0: Welcome to Flock Talk, a podcast of GCF North. Flock Talk exists to inform, encourage, and inspire. This is your host, Dave Farley, lead pastor of GCF North, and I'm joined today by Pastor John Kirshner, pastor to the stars, and Brian Dixon, the worship director of GCF North. The. The. Yeah. The. <laughs> Flock Talk is sponsored by... Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of no ones. If only we had sponsors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe like Certapro. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. That would be a good one. Rain. Chick fil A. Chick fil A. Ooh. Yeah. Fast either. Way Freight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what our sponsors would do, but if we had a sponsor, I'd feel like we were like a legit podcast. Yeah. Wouldn't they just pay us lots of money? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the inaugural podcast. And uh, I am going to start out today by interviewing Pastor John Kirshner. yeah. All right John, a few uh, very very important questions. yeah favorite restaurant in Spokane.
1: Favorite restaurant in Spokane Well um, yeah I mean just just kind of everyday restaurant like not fancy. Yeah, probably De Leon's. Ooh, a little Mexican, little yeah. little fish tacos. That seems yeah. to be
0: a staff favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's just kind of the not spendy. Yeah, that would be it. Favorite work of fiction. Ooh, favorite work of fiction. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. The wheels are turning. Um, so there's probably my, probably my favorite work of fiction is a book called never let me go by a guy named i can't leonardo dicaprio no (laughs) no kazuo ishiguru i think never let me go okay yeah um we could talk more
0: about that but uh, (laughs) probably
1: want to just go to the next question is that anime?
0: this this is this is a this (laughs) is a really important important. question yeah (laughs) Favorite item of clothing you own right now? Yeah, probably this sweatshirt. This, the Seahawk, he's this, wearing a Seahawk hoodie. Yeah. Go Hawks. That's it, it is Go nice. Go Hawks. John yep. Kirshner yep. is the 12th man. Yes. Uh, favorite church song right now? Yeah. Um, the newer newer
1: for us that we've done called Only a Holy God. Ooh, Love song. that song. Yeah, yeah song. that's a great song. City of Light, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really on my playlist on repeat at this point.
0: Yep. Favorite favorite park in
1: Spokane? Uh favorite park in Spokane. I mean so it has to be a, a designated or just favorite natural place to go. How have you interpret that question? Yeah, so so I grew up on the north side. So for me to say Manitou, I mean that's like what I should say. Up on Man- the
0: up on the snob. I mean the South Hill. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh but boy. but
1: I'm a north side guy, so that would be inaccurate for me to say that's my favorite park. But on the north side, so behind Homburg Park, I, I grew up in a house. There's a ton of woods behind there. So there's walking trails. And I mean, I, I grew up riding bikes up
0: there. So it's it's kind of behind. It's technically called Waikiki Springs, although most of the kids call it the switchbacks. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: There that's you go. I
0: didn't even know it was called that. That's what it's called. But
1: that's like going back, you know, 40 some years. Yep. I love walking
0: up there. Okay, favorite band, secular and Christian.
1: Well, yeah. So favorite band, secular, probably would be Rush. Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick one, it would be Rush. Um, And Christian band, that, that, well... I'm, I'm old, this dates me, right? Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yes. I mean he's definitely Saddle up your horses. Yeah. Saddle up your horses. Saddle up your horses. Thank you. Stephen yeah. Curtis Chapman's here. Weird. Yes. <laughs> he's Welcome, Stephen. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Good to see you again, Steve. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I like to call him you. Stevie. Stevie <laughs> Squared. That. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. let's move on from that question. Okay. Uh favorite elder of GCF. <laughs> oh boy. Um. I mean, it it's it's hard we'll not to, to say Dave probably, Farley. probably me, yeah, but it's hard not yeah, to say yeah, Dave yeah, it's okay. Don't have to say my name. So,
1: own.
0: probably Mark Williams. He and I go yes. way back. Yeah. Mark's the funniest elder. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, two more questions. Favorite movie? Favorite TV
1: show? Wow. I Can I? I I'm not sure I can
0: divulge those here. <laughs> <laughs> we may need that. are going to need a Let's assume. We're going to assume you're watching it on a vid angel. <laughs> Okay, okay.
1: Uh, probably my favorite movie, although I don't know that it needs Vid Angel, is a movie called Tree of Life mm. directed by Terrence Malick. It's definitely a think piece. So, if you're looking for action and things exploding, that's not. Is that with That's uh, not the movie Brad Pitt and Jessica Chastain, oh, I think. Oh, okay. So, it's really it, it really is about suffering and the grace of God and um, it's pretty pretty deep. Mm. So, Tree of Life. My wife does not like that movie. So, if I'm <laughs> going to watch it, it's usually by myself. Um, anyway, <laughs> is, is that kind of like drinking by yourself, or? Um, yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good title for a song, <laughs> "Drinking by Yourself." Yeah. Um, so, TV show. Wow, that's a tough one. Um, okay, assuming Vid Angel. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Man. Breaking Bad, on Vid Angel. Probably Breaking Bad or or, or Mad Men. Yeah. So 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 why why would you say Breaking Bad? <clears throat> yeah, well Breaking Bad is definitely dark, um, and I, I think I, I think it shows I think it shows the depravity of man, um, and yet it also shows the grace. I mean, dark grace for sure, mm. um, and it's just well. Written, the characters have depth. like they're not 2 d. like there's incredible evil. Mm-hmm. and and yet at times, there's goodness, and it's just, yeah, I mean, the storyline's very compelling. I mean a guy who feels unjustly treated, you know, not his his gifts aren't appreciated. Um, Walter white you know the main character he's a high school chemistry teacher who had a chance of gl- for glory you know with a startup company and was cheated out of that and just bitterness and how that just goes wrong how how he breaks bad hmm. um, and a lot of that's driven just by by an internal bitterness anger disappointment yeah
0: so anyway Fifteen years, yeah. Please, let's, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, the counseling ministry. Yeah. So you've been on staff here at GCF for it'll be ten, 10 years. Ten years in in August, September. Yeah. And, and you oversee two primary things. You yeah. oversee community groups and the counseling ministry. Yeah. And I think I think there's a at lot least of- until I divulge
1: my favorite. TV show. <laughs> that, that may change shortly.
0: <laughs> Again, we're assuming yeah, we you watch it on VidAngel. Yeah, we're, okay. we're assuming that. Yeah, good, good job. Um, I I, th- I think there's a lot of misunderstandings about the counseling ministry at GCF. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a few questions about it. Okay. Um, uh, first and foremost, though, is why, why are you drawn to counseling? Why do you love counseling? Yeah, yeah. I, I think... Part of that for me
1: is my Christian journey. So um, I met Jesus when I was 26, and um, you know there there was pretty significant transformation in 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 a lot of respects. I, I would say a lot of surface respects, and I got to a point maybe three or four years into my walk with Jesus where I was like, "Why am I still sinning?" What's wrong with me? I mean, I'm supposed to be a Christian, and and I didn't really understand. Um, I didn't really understand what was going on in my heart and how the gospel, you know, is is intended to connect with my heart. And so, over time, I began reading people like Tim Keller. Um, he, he would be a major influence. And I think for me, it began with just. Uh, a passion to apply the good news of Jesus to my own heart and life, and to see how, and to see how it touches the deep things of my heart. Not in a not in a way that just you know changes everything all at once, but how the gospel slowly over time, how God draws us out and changes our hearts slowly through um, through an application of the gospel. So that's really for me what began that journey, mm. and just a passion to help people.
0: See that? Um, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I am uh, reading Tim Keller's new biography. It's fantastic, and there, there's a, a chapter in there that talks about David Paulson's influence on Tim mm-hmm, Keller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think his preaching is really good because he really understood from David Powelson how to analyze one's heart, one's motives. Yes. Um, and David Paulson w- was a professor of, of counseling at Westminster Seminary for. Thirty years one, my, years, one of my one of my
1: professors. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So from from Keller, that did lead me to CCEF, yeah. um, and Pallison, Ed Welch, David, Paul, David Tripp. Yep. So so, so
0: speaking of CCEF, yeah, a, a lot of people when they hear the word Christian counseling, yeah, they think there's there's one thing, yeah. But as you and I know, there's four to five different schools of thought. You mm. have the integrationist movement, you have the therapeutic movement. You have CCEF, ACBC, ABC. You have yeah. all these different schools yeah. of thought in yeah. Christian counseling, mm-hmm. um, and some of them are, are pretty different. So, what what how would you describe GCF's approach yeah. to Christian counseling? Yeah, that's
1: a great question. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So, I'll preface that by saying, when people think of psychology, uh, oftentimes. I mean, secular psychology, people think it's one thing. And really, in secular psychology, it's really we, we really should speak of psychologies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got existential psychology, Freudian psychology, you know. Um, you got
0: B.F. Skinner. Yep. Uh, yep, yep,
1: behaviorism. So there's all kinds of different psychologies. And within the, the Christian community, yeah, there have been different um, psychologies, I guess, adopted. And like you say, there's an integration um well, I guess you asked, what are we at, at GCF? We we would embrace, uh, I guess, what's been called biblical counseling, and that is where the Word of God really is the, well, I think of 2 Timothy 3.16 and following it, talks about how the Word of God is sufficient, right, To uh, to train, to equip in righteousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but... So, so really, what that means is when we talk about the Word of God being sufficient, I, I think primarily what that means is that it's sufficient as a overarching framework for understanding who we are as human beings, mm-hmm. and that is number one. Really, really, biblical counseling, I would say, you know, Christian counseling ought to, um, really, ought to be distinctive in two main respects, and that is. As human beings, we are first and fundamentally created in the image of God. And so what that means is that we what were we created for? We were created for communion with the living God. Okay. So that that needs to be um, that needs to be a distinctive of any Christian counseling that's worthy of the name. And then the second the, the, the second thing I would say is that is that so the Bible's sufficient in its framework of who we are as human beings. We we are created in the image of God for communion with God, and then the second thing that that teaches that framework of who we are is that we um, we live from the heart. So there's a material aspect to who we are as human beings, and an immaterial, you know, and and so the heart is the control center, and that really is distinctive of any you know Christian or biblical psychology is that we live out of our heart. We desire we we think uh, out of the heart yeah and so that that for me those would be the real key things to think about with any um biblical counseling yeah does that's, that make
0: sense That's an excellent summary uh, and I can definitely hear you channeling David Pallson as you say those things <laughs> yeah I mean um it's hard
1: not to he yeah. was my professor for yeah. yeah
0: yeah so so you you just wrapped up a master's degree in in counseling from Westminster Seminary in yep. Philadelphia Yep. Uh, and I know it was was very valuable for you, and you, you learned a bunch. Um, so I, I think uh, a, a lot of people in the church just assume that if they need help, they're they're gonna they're gonna go to a professionally credentialed, trained counselor outside of the church. Yeah, and they're and they're probably not gonna look to the church first. Right. Um, why is that? and how would you how would you talk to that person?
1: Yeah, yeah, there's there potentially for for each person, there could be a number of reasons, a couple that that just come to mind. i I think I think sometimes people don't want um, they, they don't want their their struggles, their problems. They don't want those to be known mm-hmm. um, and especially in the context of the church. Um, so they're they really want to go and and talk to someone that they don't know. So that that's one potential reason I, I find. And then another reason is, um, I think just our culture has schooled us, trained us, that, um, you know, that that to get legitimate care requires credentialed, you know, professional type of help. that That's just the, that that's the culture we swim in. And so, um, yeah, I mean, those would be two, two reasons. I don't, I don't really want to let people know what's going on and real help is found, you know,
0: by a professional. Yeah. 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 So is, is there a time when you would refer someone to a medical professional for an issue?
1: Yeah. I, I think I think my answer is yes. Um, I think early on in my in my journey with biblical counseling, I think I think um, I, I probably would want to say that we can we can handle everything. Um, I do think so. If, I, I could use a couple of examples. So if if someone were struggling with let's say alcohol or drug addiction. Um, there there could be a really legitimate need to have that person check into a drug and alcohol center to do detox right mm-hmm. and so that, that's a situation where I would say yeah we, we need we need to have people that are trained in, in specific ways to help that person with that aspect of their problem mm-hmm. but but what I would say is that as the church we're not just we're not just outsourcing people and saying, have a nice life, you know, go, go here and get some detox. No, we want to walk alongside them and, and walk with them as they potentially, you know, seek help, um, outside the church as well. So, so really we're talking about a culture of care and that that's, you know, with anybody we, if, if there were someone, maybe it's, maybe it's severe trauma. I mean, I, I don't have a ton of, Training in trauma, myself personally, I'd love to to get to that point. But there could be someone who has specific training in a specific type of trauma that could be really beneficial and helpful. But again, I'd want them, I'd want them to see this person and also be walking with someone in the church as well. Right. I, I think yeah. I like
0: a Rich Wilson, yeah, who goes to our church who yeah. has a lot of training. Uh, helping kids that have been severely traumatized, right? And he does great work. Yep. Uh, but we 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 would still want to walk with that person, absolutely. as we refer to Rich. Absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. because the challenges as you think about um, as you and and I got this from David Pallison, but as you think about you know psychology, secular psychology, w- we would say this. Um, they can make very helpful observations, you know, and, and they do. There are observations that they make that are, that are helpful and true, but every one of those observations has to be interpreted. And so they're going to interpret the data in light of their presuppositions, and that is there is no God and, and people, you know, are basically material, right? And, and based on that, then there's an intervention that is given. And so, so that's the thing we can learn and there can be some help that, that is gained from a secular psychologist, I believe. But again, they're always, we want to, we want to walk with people. And really the goal is that they be, um, they be disciples of Jesus Christ because that's what we're created for is communion with God I think of Augustine. He said, "Our hearts are restless until they find their rest in You." And so, ultimately, that's the that's the healing that we need is to be reconciled to God and and to know Him. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
0: Yeah. All that noise you're hearing. Um
1: those aren't my kids
0: <laughs> or my grandkids. If, if we had sponsors, we could yeah. buy a soundproof room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're at the church and there's a lot of people here. Um, so we have just a few minutes left, John. Uh, sp- speed round. Mercifully. S- speed round. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, wh- what is what is the, the GCF Counseling Team Yeah. And, and how does someone get on it? Yeah. GCF Counseling Team. Um, so over time...
1: Uh, we recruited. Um, I guess I'll go a little bit in how we got started. Um, really, really, community groups were the beginning for our journey um, in caring for people and developing a culture of care. And and out of that, we began recruiting um, certain people to uh, to serve as counselors. I, I guess also I'll say, well, here's where I'm going to get wrapped up. So. So the, the counseling team really are people that um, we, have, we have observed and noted uh, specific potential gifts in them and interests in them with respect to counseling. And I guess what I'm trying to get at is we've recruited them in different ways. Um, some of that has been community group leaders. Um, we've also offered classes like How People Change, where we expose people to some of the principles of gospel um, gospel change. And those people um, engaged with that material, were excited about it, and we just continued to to train them. So um, so the counseling team consists of people of all walks of life and different levels of training. We have some people um, like myself that have master's degrees in, in counseling. We have other people that have been trained basically, um, I guess it would be specialized lay training that I've led or other other people have led within the church we're also doing an ABC Association of Biblical Counselors certification training so it's a team that that's comprised of people from different walks of life and that have different levels of of credentials I guess if you want to say it that way
0: and, and as the lead pastor of this church I'm super excited that you're building a counseling team yep because we we would say that in the bible it's it's the community of faith that's called to help one another. Yes. And of course there's situations that require expertise. Yep. So we have you with a master's degree and others. Yep. But it seems like most of the problems can can be handled by a well-trained counseling team. And we have an army of people now. We have what, 12 to 15 in the team roughly. We do. We do up north. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, Yeah and we're trying to make that team bigger. Yep. So if if you have an interest in the counseling team, talk to John.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have a a process. Um, we've, we've formalized that process because we felt the need to do that. So we definitely want more people. And we do have a formal process to, uh, to try and onboard
0: uh, new, new counseling team members. Well, John, we're out of time. Oh, my. Thank you so much. I, was... I, again, I'm super excited about what God's doing through our counseling team. Um, yeah, me too. Lives are being changed. Yes. Thankful that you have the opportunity to get a master's degree and train others. And super excited to see what happens five years from now, 10 years from now. Our goal is to build a counseling center. Um, And uh, I I think it's really exciting to think about even more counselors 10 years from now. Yes. Uh, And as our society breaks down, there's just more and more need for a well-trained counseling team. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to Flock Talk, a ministry of GCF North. GCF North exists to glorify God through gospel-centered worship, evangelism, discipleship, and community. To learn more, go to our website, gcfnorthspokane.org. We'll see you next time.